Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Shakedown. I say welcome back, but if this is your first time listening, uh, you need to stop, back up at least one episode, uh, because you're coming into part two of our topic on wellness. I'm glad to have Barbara Gold with us again, um, talking about, as I said, wellness. Um, And if you uh, hear some things in this, be sure to share it. if people are looking for a place that they just want to listen to it, uh, you can go to uh, theshakedown.org, and it's the audio. Of course, wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, uh, iTunes, whatever, you can find us there as well. Or if you prefer the video experience, um, and depending on who it is that's on the camera, that may determine that. But anyway, if you're looking for the video experience, you can go to the YouTube and look up uh, the Shakedown podcast, and you can you can look at the video there, leave comments, etc., um, you know, at least try to make the comments, you know, slightly not negative. I mean, you know, it, just do our best with that. I know we are corrections officers and we have phenomenal senses of humor, but that's beside the point. I digress. Um, we were talking about last time about wellness and we we're dealing primarily with uh, mental wellness. Uh, this week, we're probably going to move into a more convicting uh, topic because if I miss, if I have issues with mental wellness, Probably nobody knows it but me. I can hide that pretty well. I can put on a front. But when we move into the world of physical wellness, that is a little more obvious to the world, uh, whether or not I, how I am doing that. Um, but, you know, in our conversations in the past and our, our definite mutual interest in the psychological side of things, there is an obvious and well-documented uh, correlation between physical health and your stress management, your mental health, et cetera. So it's a great segue to go from mental health into physical health. (laughs) So, uh, you know, obviously something that we don't necessarily focus on a whole lot. Um, But again, we talked about last time, you know, you you went to hire in, there was a, you know, there was a psychological evaluation you had Mm -hmm. to take to get hired in. Some jails have, you know, some kind of, physical, yep. you know, whether it's an obstacle course or whatever it is, yep. but okay, you pass that and now you've been with the sheriff's office or your agency 20 years and no one's even remotely thought to check and see, could you, are you still healthy? Are you still able to do what you could do before? Right. As long as they can order pants in your size, like they don't ask any more questions. That's it. I love it. You wear, can you wear the uniform? All right, you're good. Let's go. <laughs> you but meet the criteria. You meet the criteria. Oh, that's terrible. Oh. It, it's true, but though. But so true. It, so it's, true. It's really, really true. And, uh, you know, a big <coughs> I want to throw out there as before we get going is physical size does not necessarily dictate health. Oh, absolutely. Health is more how you feel. Sure. You know, so if, if you're a little bit bigger, which, you know, some of us in corrections are, but you're feeling good, you're right. doing certain things and you feel good. Yeah. I, I haven't found a doctor in the world that's like, okay, no, you still, I understand you feel good. I understand your <laughs> labs are still, you know, good, uh, but I'm going to need you to lose 50 more pounds. Right. What? Right. That doesn't happen. Yes. Right? Yes. So it, it's more about how we feel. Right. Right. So uh, as much as it's probably going to pain me to hear this, I'm just kidding. Just totally kidding. But on a practical level, you think about it, depending on whether your facility, you work eight-hour shifts or 10-hour shifts or 12-hour shifts, doesn't matter. No. 
Um, you know, and I know as a, as when I was a line officer, which is, it's been a little while ago. Um, but you know, just doing my visual inspections in my mind, okay, I got to walk up these stairs, up and down these stairs at least once every half hour or so. Yes. So I'm getting some right movement and physical activity, right. but you know, now that I'm an admin desk jockey and I have to, uh, you know, I have to force the issue to get up and move yeah. around, but still, there are some practical things that we can do that doesn't yes. necessarily require, you know, I need to spend, you know, $50,000 on the latest and greatest total gym or whatever it is that some practical things that we can do yes. to be, to be healthier physically. So yeah. what, what would be some of those things that you would so, say? Well, like we mentioned in the mental health piece, a lot of the physical wellness stuff, you don't need fancy equipment. You don't have to buy anything, right? You know, right. just doing some form of pointed activity. Okay. Two, three, four times a week okay. is going to get you going. And I, it doesn't have to be for an hour, two hours. Take a 20-minute walk with your dog. You know, if you got little ones, bundle them up, put them in the, in the stroller, take them out for a walk. Mm-hmm. That pointed exercise, you're, you're making specific time to go do some activity. And I don't even like the word exercise anymore because, <laughs> you know... Like for me, at the end of my career, before I retired, we were on 12-hour shifts. Mm -hmm. We got ordered a lot. So that's a 16-hour day. Like you have eight hours to, you know, commute, go home, deal with stuff at home, try to get some sleep, get up and do it all over again. Um, So trying to fit in exercise and what society has told us, you got to go to the gym, you have to work out, you need to do this, you... And that's great if you want to, and it's great if you have time to. But if you right. don't, take that 15, 20 minutes and just go. Go for a walk. That's it. Something yeah. pointed. We had some people I worked with that would actually figure out how many miles they walked doing rounds during a shift. In their shift, yes. And, I, and I'm like, okay, well, that's great, but you got to figure when you're doing rounds, yes, you're walking, but you're stopping. And you're talking, mm, and you're talking okay. to inmates, and you're dealing with situations. Like, it's... Not a pointed, focused, I'm going to do this for myself. Yeah. And preferably outside if you can. Right. You know, because that being outside and nature and, and, you know, our our fresh, somewhat polluted air is good for us. (laughs) Right. So, you know, instead of the recycled jail air, you know, walk around outside. It's a little bit better for you. So, As my grandmother would say, you have to go outside to blow the stink off. That's right. So, I mean, absolutely. You know, a, absolutely. Yes. If you can Google things. Google, uh, what is it? Uh, tree bath, I think is what they call it now. Go out in nature where there's a lot of trees and a lot of foliage because all okay. of that oxygen and everything, you're breathing that in and it's supposed to be really good for you. And, and I believe that it's called tree bath. I will be honest. You said tree bath and I'm thinking there's some folks out there proposing that we should be, you know, out there with a hose, hosing off <laughs> bathing, trees. I'm like, bathing trees. No. I, I'm not sure how that's going to help my physical wellness, <laughs> but okay. But never, what you said made much more sense. That's much better. I like that better. So, it, I mean, as far as certain types of activities, like you said, mm-hmm. go for a walk. Um, but are there some other, I mean, what, what am I trying to accomplish with this activity? So if it's, if it's not walking, right. what are some other things that I could do that would say, would accomplish the same thing, but if I'm not just a big fan of walking? Well, I mean, if you do have any type of equipment, or mm-hmm. a lot of agencies do, do like right. an elliptical. Okay. Um, if Walk up and down your stairs in your house. Yes. Something pointed where you're focused on doing that you. activity. 
So the point is the, the cardiovascular. Yes. Yeah, so getting, what what we're doing is we're getting our, our blood moving. We're okay. trying to make our, our veins, our heart, our cardiovascular system right. a little healthier. Because once our body gets a taste of that, it's going to want a little more. Mm. It's going to okay. want a little more time with that with that activity. Or it's you're going to start feeling like, okay, this is good, but what else could I be doing? Sure. And that's when, you know, doing things like weights um, is going to come in. Because that's okay. a great stress reliever. Absolutely. And working with weights helps you lose pounds, which is, you know, what a lot of us, well, if I'm going to do this physical activity, I want to see some results, right? Well, like, a payoff. Like, exactly. if I don't have any payoff, I don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, that initial activity that you're starting with, you're, you're doing it okay. for the mental benefits, and you're doing it for your cardiovascular system. That makes sense. You know, that modern medicine only goes so far. <laughs> right. And then, yes. you know, then yes. there's God and then, you know, then there's us. We got to do something too. Right. And, and you know, just praying, you know, Lord, make me skinny probably is not the best path. I haven't heard of it working, but if, I mean, it's worth if, if anybody hears of it, I would, I would love to know. <laughs> I really would. If we ever figure that out, we'll be sure to put that on the podcast to make sure the, you know, whatever, pr- anyway, before I delve <laughs> off. That. Okay. So. Physical activity, obviously, <laughs> yes. that would be an important an important factor. Yes, um, and you know, like you said, the you're doing rounds. Okay, yes, that's movement, but I'm still dealing with inmates. Yes, and I, I'm going to walk in this housing unit, and and in my mind, I know there's going to be some nonsense that mm-hmm. I'm going to have to deal with. Somebody's going to whine about something. Somebody's going to. Yeah. So it's really, you know, my I know my blood pressure is going to go up. Probably there's yeah. going to be some. So it's as far as a focused activity. That's not relaxing. No. To get out, like you say, get out and I'm just walking. I'm just lifting weights. I'm just yeah. whatever it is. Right. Nobody's in my ear. Uh, nobody's whining or complaining. Right. And I can just focus on on that. So, okay, so physical activity. So what are, are there some other things that maybe from a uh, you know physical wellness perspective that we could do beyond activity? Absolutely. And no one's going to want to hear this. And most days I don't want to hear it either. Oh, is this the part where I put my fingers in my ears? <laughs> It's food. Ah. It's our diet. You know, when we think, okay, you know, I want to lose a little weight. Oh, but I don't have time to go to the gym. Here's the thing. Studies have proven that losing weight is only, exercise is only 20%. Our diet is 80%. Yeah, that's a depressing statistic. That's 80%. A- like, it's not even 60-40. Like, you're talking 80-20. Like, that's huge. But we've become a society of overeating. Sure. And and it's almost become acceptable. Right. Yes. You know, um if you if you go to different uh like government websites where they have, you know, oh the healthy eating plate, you know, this and it shows you this portion of your plate right. should be this and right. this portion should be veggies and this well, what they don't tell you is that's like a 7 or 8 inch plate. But when most of us sit down to a meal, we're using a 12 to 14 inch plate. Who uses a seven inch plate? <laughs> that is. But that's what they base this information off of. But you don't see that. Sure. When you go to those websites and you're like, okay, I can do this, you know, this much vegetables, this much meat, I can have. But we're still overeating. It's just even if we fit the diagram perfectly. Yes, we're still overeating. I've got five extra inches of plate here that I'm filling. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, and let's face it, we like, you know, if you're working, you're working a long shift or you get held over, what do you tend to do? We tend to get 
fast food. Oh, absolutely. Or everybody on the shift goes out and you're not going somewhere healthy. You're not you're not going to the <laughs> yeah. vegan place that cuts the vegetables up in front of you. Yes. You know, we're going to that really good pizza spot that absolutely. when you lift that dough and the cheese See? and the grease and it's so good. Absolutely. Cuz those comfort foods they release dopamine in our brain and tell us this is fantastic and that gives us that feel good feeling and then we eat it and we overeat. And then we're like, oh, I don't feel so good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a few days later, we got a couple extra pounds. We got to loosen that belt notch one. Um, and, and it's just a vicious cycle. So is it in, in, in your research, is there certain, I don't want to say this, is there certain types of food that are more yes. th- detrimental than others? I mean, yes. this problem, probably not going to like this part either, but go no, ahead. No, uh, number one is energy drinks. I don't like energy drinks. I'm good. Okay. All right. Does Dr. Pepper count as an energy drink? Well, no, but pop is a close close behind. But it's still behind it. It's still behind it. Fantastic. Yeah. So these energy drinks, I mean, they're made with chemicals that there aren't long-term studies that we know how they're going to affect the body. And and we drink them because we're tired. We feel overworked. You know, we go home. We have a ton of stuff to do at home. We don't get as much sleep as we need to. Um, so we want that pick-me-up, but we right. don't realize is that pick-me-up is short-lived. So now you're reaching for another monster. Uh-huh. You know, the, the old saying, everything in moderation, right. it really is true. You know, if you only had that monster, uh, you know, because you had something unusual happen at home, okay. you only got those couple hours of sleep before going into work, Okay, so you know, once every couple of weeks, you needed it. You. you needed it that day. You had something off the wall, you know. Right. I don't, maybe it was homecoming with your kid, and you had to stay up, and make sure they made their curfew at one a.m. Right. I don't know, but you were up. You didn't get sleep. You know that would okay, but you're not having it every day. You're not having sure. two or three, four every day. Sure. You know that's where we've become this overindulgent society. Right. I mean, if one is good, then 17 are better. It, it's fantastic, Absolutely. right? We're just going to be, and get all of our stuff done. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming then, then uh, if, if, when you threw my Dr. Pepper in there, I'm assuming it's the sugar that comes out of that that's the yes. issue? I figured that was the yes. case. Yes. So, so sugar is huge. Sugar, they're finding, um, has a lot of really bad effects on our body, from our brain, you know, to our skin. Um and if you look at different markets, um, there is an ice cream company, and I won't name any names because I don't want any back, backlash, uh, but their slogan is, happy tastes good. <laughs> so that tells us, okay, well, we want to be happy. We want to feel that dopamine release. Sure. I need to go eat this product. And it's good. And it's good, uh-huh. and it's packed full of sugar. Mm. Well, yeah, it tastes good. I'm not going to lie. It tastes good. I, I enjoy that kind of food every now and then. I'm sure most of you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Um, but sugar will actually rewire the neural pathways in our brain and change how we think and can actually lead to depression. Mm. Yeah. So it, it's kind of crazy to think something that we're eating affects our brain and how we process things out. But it does. And then it affects our heart. Sugar causes a lot of inflammation in the body. So it's going to inflame those blood vessels. It's going to inflame your heart, um, leading to things like heart attacks. Oh, good. Strokes. Stroke, strokes are, you know, issues with your blood vessels in right. your heart or in your brain. Excuse me. 
So, you know, you have all this inflammation. As we get older from all the years of walking on concrete, wearing duty boots, having heavy belts, right. you know, some of us are going to get stiff joints. Some of right. us are going to get arthritis. Mm-hmm. Well, the inflammation from sugar makes that pain even worse. Fantastic. So uh, <laughs> for those of you that may need counseling services after this is over, go back and listen to the previous episode, and we'll get that taken care of. You know, if any of you are feeling slightly depressed right now. But no. Um, okay, so so those are things we should not do. Right. What are some things that we should do if okay if I'm not supposed to have that energy drink I'm not supposed to have so much of the cold drinks right uh, what 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 are some things that we can do on the positive side so we can and and people don't like this is water just drink water like and there's different studies on how much you need and it can depend on your physical activity okay but water is what rehydrates us mm-hmm. um, it's astonishing our brain is seventy five percent water. So we wonder when we're dehydrated why we get a headache. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, our heart is 79% water. So when we're dehydrated and our heart's trying to figure out what to do, because remember, there's electrical activity in our heart. Right. And it's not it's not wanting to work right. Yeah. That's a problem. And kidneys, 83% water. Well, that's our filtering system for our bodies. So if they're not getting the water that they need to help filter out all the the nasty food we're eating. Right, right. You know, that's not that's not a good thing either. See, this is an educational program, by the way. And if y'all realize this, this is fine. And, and, and I understand if y'all vote me not to come back. No, no. I'm sorry. Dr. Phil's got nothing on us. We got this right. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, uh, okay, so definitely drink more water. Uh, yes. And, and that makes sense. Yes. Um, anything else as far as... Very simple, practical things. Simple, practical things. You know, when you're doing your grocery shopping, that whole shop on the outside, add in a few more fresh things. Okay. So instead of buying the canned corn that's loaded with sodium, <laughs> get frozen corn or fresh corn. Okay. Simple. Right. Easy. You know, not overwhelming. You know, you can still do a quick right. dinner with right. frozen corn. Um, but sleep. Sleep is huge. <laughs> Probably another area that I would say that most corrections officers do not do no. well with. No, no. And, and you know, shift work. And if you get bounced around from shifts, sure. that's going to make it a lot harder. And there's things that, you know, we don't want to do. Um, but I encourage everyone to do kind of like an experiment with themselves. Okay. Take a week and try some of these things and see how it helps. And then the next week can go back to what you were doing before and see the difference in how you feel. Mm. And they're not, they're not gigantic things. Sure. You know, I tell people, make, make sure your bedroom is a sanctuary. If it should be for two things, sleeping and, you know, having fun with your significant other. Right. That's it. That's it. Take the TV out. Don't plug in your phone right next to your head. You right. know, I've seen people, well, you know, it's on my nightstand. It's still right next to your head. If you can't put it in the other room, just put it across the room. Sure. You know, that. so it's when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're not grabbing it. Right. You're not tempted to grab it and look at it. Um, something else is, you know, make sure your room's a little bit cooler. Add in a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to sleep better. Make sure your bed is comfortable. 
there's a couple things us as humans do and CEOs specifically with like our boots. We don't, we don't buy good boots. We're on our feet all day, but we're not going to buy good boots. Well, and as a consumer population, we don't spend a lot of money on a good bed. Something mm. we use every day. Right. You know, every day we don't spend a lot of money on it. Get yourself a good mattress. You know, it's going to be really, really important that, that you sleep at night. That's when your body repairs itself. Right. You know, that's when it heals any of the damage we might have done from food, drink, physical stuff at right. work. That's when it heals itself. Um, so make sure your, your bedroom is conducive to sleeping. And watch what, you, watch what you do before bed. Like, try to put your phone up an hour before bed. Don't be watching these crazy murder crime series before you go to bed because that wires your brain and that starts signaling that hypervigilance that you, you're you used to at work. Right. So, you know, try to be calming. I'm not going to say read a book because not everybody likes to read a book, but find a little more mild show sure. before you go to bed. Sure. You know, and these aren't huge things. I think the phone is probably the biggest for a lot mm-hmm. of us. You know, if you have any type of social media platform that you enjoy. Right as a stress relief, um, you're doing that right up until bedtime. Uh-huh. But it's good to, you know, unplug, unplug right. for that last hour. And if you're unplugged, you're probably just talking with your family a little right. more. And that's going to help drop some stress at home. Well, the challenge has been extended, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and I, I'm curious, <coughs> excuse me, uh, some of y'all, uh, some of the things that we've talked about, give it a give it a go and let us know what the research shows um, in your personal experience. Um, but some awesome information. And guys, as we said at the end of the last episode, the truth of the matter is nobody's going to see after us better than us. Um, if, if it's not important to me to make sure that I'm okay, that I'm healthy, whether it's uh, mentally or whether it's physically, uh, I can't expect anybody else to put a lot of focus on it uh, mm-hmm. either. Uh, so some good stuff. Uh, put it in. The, put it into practice. Uh, let us know uh, the the results that you're seeing. As always, guys, uh, you can catch us on the on the website theshakedown.org or YouTube the Shakedown Podcast or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. Um, but uh, you can email us at theshakedown at jailtraining.org and let us know how things are going for you. Um, but looking forward to doing a, a couple more episodes with Miss Barbara. So tune in next week as we continue the saga, if you will. But in the meantime, guys, as always, stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Godspeed.